We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host on this Sunday, March nineteenth. First. Round first two rounds of the NCAA tournament coming and going. That's why you're all here. You're all here for college basketball. I know that's why you're tuning in right now. Because uh, let's face it, guys, it is free agency time in the NFL, and you're a Packer fan, so that means there's nothing going on in your world right now except for well, there's you know I, I don't know some 39 year old dude that. Uh, you know, wants to keep playing football that, that keeps making news. Uh, Jimmy. And and we got a long snapper. So And the long snapper. There's that. I mean, the most exciting off-season news is Keyshawn Nixon. Like, literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, every, everybody was happy about that. And. Yeah. Rudy Ford. <laughs> you know, Mr. Hey, two picks. Yeah. I mean, Mr. He flashed in the pan, had, like, a game, and then <laughs> disappeared. Yeah. He was. He was better than Darnell Savage. That's all that mattered. That's all Which fans is... cared about was, are you going to be better than Darnell? Perfect. We'll resign you. <laughs> oh, man. It seems like you could have tried out for safety at that point, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, 
I got one good ACL. We'll be good. <laughs> it won't be as fast as Darnell, but I'll at least try to tackle somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, we're in the middle of March. Green Bay, um, you know, they haven't done a whole lot. I, I do wonder, though, Jimmy, I mean, Keyshawn Nixon was kind of the big one, uh, just in the sense that he brought so much to the special teams unit uh, as far as, you know, returns, um, you know, which obviously is going to be very helpful considering that there's going to be a new quarterback under center this year for Green Bay. Um, but, I mean, we're going to talk about a, a couple of different things here. But, you know, we started off with free agency and Green Bay not having done a whole lot right now. Jimmy, do you think some of that is – and I would think so, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, Green Bay has got this contract of Aaron Rodgers that they are going to be moving at some point. But mm-hmm. I would assume his contract and the trade – plays into their cap. I don't know how it all affects the cap with, with the trade, but I would assume some of the lack of moves is due to the uncertainty of how much they're taking on with his contract in the upcoming season. Yeah, no, for sure. Cause there, there've been mentions of uh, the jets maybe be, being more willing to offer like a higher pick if the Packers take on more of the contract and either way, they're going to have a head, like a high dead cap number for him um, this season. I believe I think it's like a four, at least a $40 million cap hit. So yeah, I think it's like around 45. I think yeah. That's... So if they take on more then you know, it's just the price of doing business. They decided last year to give them that contract. So it stinks, but I definitely think it's holding up the the deal and also holding up the the free agency. Like I, I think no matter what, and we've seen this right now, we're going to, we're going to target, our players, we got Rudy Ford back. We got uh, Keyshawn Nixon back. We went out, got Tarve- uh, Tarverius Ward or more, Tarverius Moore, uh, which, you know, he could turn out at safety. He seems like a really solid special team player from which everyone is saying. So they're doing normal Packers stuff. Like, yes, I think it's hindering what maybe they want to do in free agency. But at the same time, this is like status quo for the Packers. They hit veteran right. Veteran level players for cheap contracts. Hope they turn into uh, Devondre Campbell. Like it, it's just what we do. So right. I think it's affecting, well, but not as much as people like to say it is. Well, and I also think, you know, this is how my brain works. And, you know, I'm sure this is not fully true. And I'm sure there's going to be people that disagree with this. But like Green Bay is entering a period of just they're wandering into the unknown. Right. Like, I mean, we don't like Jordan Love has shown signs that he could be good. But you, we have no idea if he's good. And, I mean, I can't fault Green Bay for saying, we don't know if we're going to be good, so we're not going to go out and spend big money and bring in all these guys if Jordan Love is not great. You know? So, I mean, I, I and I mean, that's the other thing, too, is historically Green Bay has never been a big free agent destination. And, I mean, to be honest, as much as I'm glad Green Bay is moving on from Aaron Rodgers, the fact that you're moving on from him and telling the rest of the league, hey, we're starting this guy that n- nobody knows if he's any good. If you're a free agent, I mean, Green Bay was probably pretty low on your destination like yeah. list to begin with. And then to say, ah, you, may win, you might win three games, although it doesn't stop people from going to Chicago. So I, I don't know. There it is. Like, no, I, I think – I don't know. I think the – I think if the rest of the team was bad, I would agree with you. 
And like I know Green Bay isn't the biggest destination spot, but if you look at last year with the Packers winning eight games, like Rodgers did not play lights out. Like there is the argument, and people have said it, Jordan Love probably would have done just as well as Rodgers did last season. And so going into this year where the defense, yeah, we have question at safety. The defense overall is pretty solid. Like you still have your star players. You still have Kenny Clark. You have Jair Alexander. Devondre Campbell, when he's healthy, can be is a very good linebacker. Koi Walker's talented. We don't know what we have in Devontae Wyatt. They look on the offense like Aaron Jones, top five running back in the league. Christian Watson was great in the second half of the year. Like there's all these pieces where you can see this team being successful next year, even if Jordan Love is a mediocre quarterback. Um, and it's also going into the whole Matt LaFleur system, which covers up a lot of the boo-boos of bad quarterbacks. Look at Brock Purdy. Jimmy Garoppolo to a to a look great last year when he wasn't concussed for half the season. Like it's this makes bad quarterbacks look good. So honestly, if, if this system plays like it's supposed to Jordan Love's floor has definitely gone up because LaFleur McVay Shanahan, Mike Daniel, my favorite coach. I love you. You're my man crush. They like, they are known for making quarterbacks play better than they actually are. So I I'm not too, not to worry this year. And I think, I don't know. I don't think green, I think green Bay with the legacy and all that is, is still going to be not a automatic no for free agents. Cause like you said, people still go to Chicago and they suck ass. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, Chicago is a destination city. I mean, the team may stink, but like Chicago is place. the butthole of Milwaukee. Chicago is the worst <laughs> and I will never accept it as a nice city. I hate it so much. Milwaukee's better. Well, fair enough. I won't argue with you there. <laughs> I, that's but, but, I, again it completely biased, but I'm going to stand by. It. I will die. I will die on that hill. Uh, so much we could say about it, but uh, well, Jimmy. I mean, I know it's been talked ad nauseum at this point, but it is a big inflection point in the franchise's history here with the Packers deciding to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. You know, at, we were talking before the show. He spoke on Pat McAfee on Wednesday. Like, this is how taxing <laughs> this whole situation has been. Is He spoke on Wednesday. That was, at the time of recording, that is three days ago. And yeah. it felt like he spoke three and a half weeks ago, yeah, like, on the show. Like, that is just, it's, like. It's been a long week, dude. It, it, it's, been, it's been a long offseason. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Uh, I mean, so here's the thing. This this is where I've become frustrated with the whole situation is, and and I've said it before. We've talked about it. Is this country seems to have lost this idea that you can't hold two opinions at the same time, and you most certainly can, which yeah, is people. Tr- which is truly that Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I was my my birthday is September twenty first, nineteen ninety two. Brett Favre's first game where he came in for Don Mikowski was September 20th, 1992. Literally, oh. my entire existence has been Favre and Rogers. Okay? Like, that's literally been my entire existence. And I am very thankful for all of the winning that Aaron Rodgers has done. He is great. He is he is spot on when he, is, when he said on McAfee, that he is arguably the best player in franchise history. We're not gonna we're not gonna get into that argument, but he's no. not wrong to say it. He, he's yeah. definitely up there. Yeah, and like and, Matt Ram, I have to give Matt Ramage credit because Rogers' quote was, "I'm debatably the best player in franchise hits history," 
And someone's like, is this true? And Matt Ramage put like, well, if people are debating it, then yes, it's true. Because like people are having this conversation <laughs> that is he the best player? And so when he said that, I was like, that is the best way to describe this whole situation. But I'm with you. I He's the best player I've ever seen on the Packers. I can't speak on the Bart Stars, the other old homeboys, Don Hudson, all them, but Aaron Rodgers is by far the best I've ever seen. But so, I mean, it's possible for me to be appreciative of him and also think that it is now time to move on. Like, that doesn't mean that I now hate him. It doesn't, and, and anybody that agrees with that whole idea of that you're grateful for him and it's just, it's time to move on. Sometimes that happens. Like, it, it, yeah, it just does. And, you know, I, so I'm I'm just relieved at this point that like we have a decision. Like I think a lot of us were in the boat too of just like, dude, make up your mind. Like, yeah, come go. We don't care. Just like, you know, yeah. Um, and but, like the, you know, I was gonna say with it, you, like him leaving and and like fans loving him still and being thankful for it. Unlike Favre. His legacy with the Packers should not change. Like he should still finish at the end of his career after that as a beloved Packer. Like as long as he doesn't, you know, go to the Vikings, send penis pictures to trainers unsolicited, steal <laughs> allegedly steal millions of dollars from welfare programs. Like he should still go down as a loved and cherished like former Packer. So like people being mad that it's we say it's time to move on, it's just asinine. Like we respect him, we're always gonna love him as a Packer. Did great things. We gotta go. We gotta. You've done it long but, enough, my dude. Time to figure out what yeah. else we got. Well, and I mean, here's the thing: he's not gonna play forever. So there was gonna come a time where this was just gonna happen. Like exactly. You know, like, I man. I just know. I think a lot of people were hoping that he would just retire. Which, which, by the way, I, I have to say, his whole retirement thing. That like he's like, oh yeah, I was gonna retire. And then he found out that like the Packers didn't want him. He's like, Oh yeah, I want to play again. Like yeah, the 90 the whole 90% retirement thing, I think was a little bogus. Oh yeah. Like, it was just to it that was in my brain, that's him trying to push the blame on the Packers. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I was 90% gonna retire a Packer, and then something changed. Yeah, they got sick of you, man. Like, that's what changed. <laughs> I don't know. I, we can't win a Super Bowl with you right now. That they realized that and they moved on, but yeah. it's a, I don't know. I do. I do think he's going to have a, like a farvish time after the Packers of like maybe one really good year, like Farv had with the Vikings. And then after that kind of go downhill, because I do think his revenge tour this upcoming season, he's going to play pretty well. Like we look at what happened with Jordan love. Like he is a petty human being. And I'm here for it, whatever. It's great. You're petty as hell. It makes you play better. Packers gave you a bunch of things to be petty about. You're going to have a great year. After that, I think you go back into your ways of an average quarterback. Right. Well, you know, it's funny, though, that you bring that up now. I know I know everybody's going to roll their eyes when I put this name out here, uh, in- including you, Jimmy. You may you may do it, too. But mm. I, the, the point is well taken. Uh, I heard Colin Cowherd the other day say that it's it's not. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, I uttered the name. That's where I was like, okay, that, yeah. <laughs> I uttered the name, uh, but he made the argument that he doesn't think it, based on the 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 way the league is set up right now, that it's not that outlandish to think that Jordan Love and the Packers win more games than the Jets this year. Oh, because like the NFC, because the NFC sucks. Like I, terrible. I mean, so, somebody 
somebody put on Twitter, I don't remember who it was, but it's like Jordan Love has started one game. They had all the pictures of the NFC North or the NFC projected quarterbacks, starting yeah. quarterbacks. And it's like he's played one game and is arguably in the top five of the NFC. Like yeah. it's bad when but, Kirk Cousins is arguing. Jared Goff, you can make a case for being a top five in the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. bad. It I is, could yeah, go on and probably be third string quarterback just throwing one yard passes <laughs> to a running back before I die. Like you it's, could be the new Kurt, Kurt Bankert. I, I could be the new Kurt Bankert. I'll I'll kneel for negative one yards. I'll do you it. You just gotta take photos afterwards of your knee. <laughs> I'll take photos of whatever if that's gonna get me a contract. <laughs> so uh but yeah I mean Jimmy just you know it's uh you know he was there for forever what 16 years I think it was and um loved every minute of it but you know just time to move in a different direction and I think I feel like you agree with that yeah 100% loved everything you did I hope you have incredible success for the Jets I hope you make it to the Super Bowl I hope you win it unless it's against the Packers and I hope you lose it like I but Could you imagine I that? also am happy to be done with them <laughs> oh if he made if he won a Super Bowl well, here, I mean, I mean, we talk about how the NFL is scripted. Why wouldn't the NFL script that? Like Rodgers versus wish. the Packers. I hope so. I honestly like Super Bowl in my mind. This might people may be like, oh, you're a bad fan. In my mind, Super Bowl next year, not a reality. Playoffs, maybe. This is just a get Jordan Love, see what he has here in my mind. Mm-hmm. But like Rodgers. I really do think he has a shot at the Super Bowl if he goes to the Jets. I think it's incredibly tough in that AFC, but I think there's a possibility. And I think they should script it that way, and I'll be a big fan of it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> and we get a whole nother offseason next year of people being pissed off at Goody, saying they got rid of Rodgers and he won a Super Bowl. Just oh, imagine yeah. the drama that would stir. Yeah, well, we'd have contests. Yes. Sp- speaking of Gudekunst, um, 
you know, so there's a lot around him right now that, uh, you know, yeah. Pat McAfee. Now, I didn't see the comments word for word, but uh, I guess Pat McAfee said that, um, what, that Gutekunst is kind of not a great general manager. <clears throat> yeah, which, call I him mean, like an idiot and stuff, like not that big of a deal. Which, I mean, like, I don't understand how you can call a GM that, you know, you know, what, took took a team to three consecutive <sighs> NFC title games. You know, yeah. or no, no, two, two consecutive and three, three straight seasons of 13 wins. I mean, I know the players do the playing, but I mean, the GM puts the roster together too. So, I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, look, every GM wants to make their own way. Like I can't blame Gutekunst for drafting a quarterback yeah, for an aging Aaron Rodgers. And then at some point saying, yeah, I want to like, like that's the th- like that's the thing that they always say, right? Like a coach's job is to win now. A GM's job is to win what three, four years from now, right? Yeah, you know oh, exactly. And, and and people were pissed at Ted Thompson when Ted Thompson took you know a guy named Aaron Rodgers instead of a wide receiver in the first round back in what two thousand five. I mean, yeah. I feel like it worked out pretty well because there's a lot of people that are pissed that Aaron Rodgers guy yeah. got traded this past week. So. I- it's it's weird with that though. Like as you mentioned, the whole Ted Thompson thing. Like Goody has been with the Packers for a long time. He was with the Packers when they did that move for Aaron Rodgers. Like that's what he's brought up in in the NFL of like you draft a quarterback early. And as tight lipped as Aaron Rodgers is, and we have been learning about his rants on Pat McAfee and other podcasts of like he has his inner circle. If it took us until twenty after like around the Jordan Love time. And a little bit after to hear about him wanting to potentially retire or thinking about retirement, you know, that was happening earlier. That's just when we found out about it. Like it's not mm-hmm. just randomly one day. It's like, he keeps his stuff so tight knit in his inner circle. We saw AJ Hawk. He said on the McAfee show, AJ Hawk's known for like over a week and just didn't say it to anybody. Even the show he's on every single day, like his friends, I give them credit are good at keeping what he thinks to themselves. So I'm convinced there's word around the Packers that he also is considering retirement. He's old. He wanted to go out at the top of the top of his game. He said that before. So I don't blame that at all for doing that. Do I disagree with McAfee? McAfee? Yes. Do I understand why he said that? Because he's an Aaron Rodgers fan, not a Packer fan. Yes. Like, I just think people take grab onto anything and just blow it up. Like we like to blame Rodgers of like, making stuff out of nothing, but like Packer fans too love to like have like these weird enemies that they go after. And right now it's, it's Pat McAfee for saying Roger Goody stinks, which they were saying when we drafted Jordan love, like that's the funny part is half those Packer fans are like two years ago. We're talking mad crap about Goody for drafting Jordan love and AJ Dillon, but they forget about that now. Well, see, I like, I get so exhausted of like the day to day, like, like we're making statements that like Goody sucks because he's trading Rogers and he's starting Jordan Love. And what if Jordan Love turns out to be another Hall of Famer? Like we're just having a dumb conversation about stuff that we don't know anything about right now. Like, yes. I mean, like that is like, 95% <laughs> of all NFL content is talking out of your ass <laughs> about things you know nothing about. But you try to make it somewhat entertaining so people listen. I, like, I that's mean, all I suppose, it is. I suppose, but like Oh, I don't know. Like, it's like, I think that's why we're all so exhausted. It's because nobody knows anything. (laughs) Nobody knows anything. And it's just like, we've been making up the same stuff for months now. We're like, can we just like lie about other stuff, please? And just pretend (laughs) we know. 
like like shit it's turning into almost like politics like like a hundred percent dude <laughs> like like it's just like it's just you know one has a bigger impact on your life than the other depending on who you are i, don't I was gonna say i could argue that, that is, football but... has a bigger impact on my life right now than politics so <laughs> i'm oblivious to that oh my gosh but oh well jimmy i mean look at this point it, it is what it is right yeah the packers have have said that they intend to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I do think the whole, how long does the trade thing take? Um, I think is an interesting conversation, um, you know, because you have lots of people saying that the Packers have all the leverage. You have lots of people saying the Jets have all the leverage. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess the way that the contract is set up for, for Aaron Rodgers is like that 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 money that's guaranteed to him is like not guaranteed to him until week one of the season. So yeah. apparently Green Bay can pretty much just sit on him until September if they yeah. really wanted to. But I mean that's I don't know. You know, I it, just the the, the, the the talk is that compensation is what's holding it up right now. And apparently Green Bay wants a first round pick for him. Um I mean, do you, do you think that's realistic at this point? Do you think Green Bay gets a first-round pick for Aaron? Uh, that's a great question. I think they get a first-round pick if they eat some of his cap. Um, and I think that's warranted because people – and I know this has been beaten with beaten already. Uh, was it beat the dead horse or whatever that saying is? Uh, <laughs> don't want to beat the dead horse. Uh, they – like with the whole Matthew Stafford thing, part of the reason they got that second first rounder was because they took on Jared Goff's huge contract. Um, so I think if the Packers are willing to take on some of Aaron Rodgers' contract, we should at least get a first rounder. Um, and then there is just different leverage of Stafford didn't have a singular team. Like Rodgers saying, I want to play and I want to play for the Jets definitely takes away what we can get. And the Raiders already having their quarterback and it's seeming like no other team is somewhat interested in Rodgers, uh, that lowers it. And I think I, I do think a first-rounder should get it done. Like if the Jets said, look, I'll give you number 13, you give us Rodgers, call it a day, I would take it. Would you – what about if, if the Jets said, look, we'll give you our first-round pick next year? I would do that if they gave us uh, a, at like a second this year. At least, or a third, like not a third. God, no, not a third. Uh, well, something well, this year, I mean, though. Like I want to, I want to right now to make us better. Think if they would give us a first round pick next year and a later on pick this year, I would take it. But I also want something this year that's going to help us. Or if it's Elijah Moore, Denzel, not so much Denzel Min, uh, but Elijah Moore next year's first, I would take that. So when do you think this trade gets done? Do you think they get the trade done before the draft? I mean, because yeah. we're about a, we're a little over a month away uh, from the draft, and I mean, you know, and I guess the, the the whole thing for Green Bay is the way the contract is structured is they don't have to, you know, Green Bay can pretty much sit on this for as long as they want. Now, you know, if Green Bay, you know, obviously if they want a draft pick this year, well, then they've got, you know, then they've got, you know, the clock's ticking. They got a month to get it done. Then if they want something from the draft this year do you think they get it done before the draft uh yeah i think so i think a lot of the packers are going to wait on this like is there reality where they do that yeah 
Do I think it's a high probability? No. Like, I think the Packers are just as eager to get this done as the Jets are. Um, I don't know. And even the the whole, the made-up character on Twitter, Dove Kleinman or whatever his name is, was saying, like, well, what's going to stop Rodgers from just saying, like, fine. Or the Jets saying, like, fine, we won't trade for him. You just keep him. Like, at that point, fine, bring him back and have him be a backup. Like, whatever. You're going to have to pay the man anyways. Like, I don't think it's that much of a flex as they think. They're obviously not going to release him because that's a $100 million cap hit. He, and if he chooses not to retire, then come back and you're the backup. It is what it is. Like in my brain, I know there's other politics and money behind it and all that and drama in the locker room. But like in my brain, it's like, okay, either you trade for him or he's a backup and we have Jordan Love. Because just like the, the Raiders did with Carr, before they leased him, they're like, hey, just don't come around the facility. We'll pay you. But just don't come around. You're not on the team. Just do that shit to Rodgers. Who cares? Like, that's the part I don't get. Could you imagine? <laughs> but at this point, he's already going to be off the team. He already thinks yeah. you treated him badly on the way out. So at that point in my brain, my I wash my hands. I'm going to treat you like you are a practice squad person that I'd care nothing about. Like, <laughs> either Jets trade for you, give us what we want, or I'll just tell you not to come to the facility, and it is what it is, dude. Enjoy your $60 million we're paying you. I don't feel bad for you. You're a millionaire. You're fine. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, yeah, I know. And that's the other thing, too. Like, this whole, like, the Packers don't treat their players well on the way out. Like, I mean, I don't – I don't – I mean, that, that again so is something – Well, that again is something that's so difficult because it's like none of us actually know. And, like, the reality is – the other thing is, is like, so, yes, okay, I know that Aaron said that, you know, he wasn't treated great on his way out. But that could just be his perception. Exactly. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I love Aaron, but to say that he's a little, like, a little sensitive, like, is is an yes. understatement. Like, he is an incredibly sensitive dude. Yes. So, like, maybe, maybe to him, like, yeah, it feels like he's not being treated well, but that might not be the the whole reality of it. I don't know. Again, we don't know. But yeah, and I mean, the whole Alan Lazard thing. I mean, Alan Lazard, like, after the Lions game, like said <laughs> this my is my last, last game. game as a Packer. So like what what you expect Green Bay to turn around and like like kiss his kiss his fingers and his feet and say hey you yeah. know and I mean I think Andy Herman pointed out too that like Green Bay is just not in a, in a in a spot financially right now to pay a guy four years 44 million. Yeah and they mentioned you know, too like Micah Hyde said I think it was on good morning football that the Packers told him mid through the season, his final year, like, Hey, just so you know, we're not going to resign you. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to bring you back in my mind. That's not them treating him poorly. That's them saying like, Hey, unfortunately, like money doesn't work. We're not gonna be able to bring you back. Like, this is your moment. This is your time to like, you're trying out for other teams now. Like right. that, like that's telling him like, it's not gonna be with us, but you have all this opportunity to earn a contract, market yourself, whatever. Like it's just, and the whole idea of they don't treat him poorly the only time that opinion comes is from a little bit off his rocker, Greg Jennings and Mr. Aaron Rodgers, who is openly, like you said, incredibly sensitive. Like you don't hear other players complaining about it that much. Like, well, I, I perfect example of somebody I could think, I mean, Jordy Nelson, I mean, they just mm-hmm. flat out cut him and basically said, we're replacing you with Jimmy Graham. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I never heard anything from Jordy Nelson about it. Yeah. And, and like, what James are they? Jones came back. James, James Jones was cut, went to the Giants and the Raiders. Yeah. And then willingly came back. 
Exactly. So that's the thing is it doesn't, you can't give me one concrete piece of evidence that they treat them poorly. Like it's just one person saying they treat them poorly and people have grabbed onto it. Like if you can show me a case where they did that and they can break down like, Oh, they didn't talk to me at all for the last two months I was there. And I went to work one day and my locker was cleaned out like stuff like that. Okay. Makes sense. But if it's just, they moved on from you because it's their job to have the best team. Their opinion was that you weren't fit for that. And we saw after their career, when they went to other teams, it was not worth bringing them back except for like a Micah Hyde. Then it was the right call. And it is what it is. Well, and I mean, the other thing is too, is behavior goes both ways. I mean, here's yes. the thing. And, and, and what I mean by that is, again, it, it sounds like we're beating on Rodgers here, but this, you know, like the F- Green Bay probably, I mean, the Packers obviously had to have known the entire time when, when Aaron Rodgers came out and said he was immunized, right? And that whole big thing came up with the vaccine. Like the Packers obviously knew he wasn't vaccinated. Yeah. But like Green Bay had to have rolled their eyes at that and basically said, you're creating a problem here because you didn't like you didn't necessarily. I mean, well, whether you want to say he lied or not, that's a different conversation. But I mean, like Green Bay, like they're like, we're going to have to deal with that at some point because it's it's obviously going to come up. Right. And then, you know, he had that whole thing about like what, two years ago where he he wanted Randall Cobb back and, you know, he wants all of his pals there. And I mean, it, it doesn't give Green Bay the right to necessarily treat him poorly, but like you also can't be surprised when you create headaches like that where they're maybe less than kind. Like yeah. maybe not like we're mean on the way out, but maybe we just don't care at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, so it goes both ways. Um, and they've done everything he's wanted in the last couple of years, ever since his tantrum after the Jordan Love thing. Like they they brought back Cobb's old self. Like they um, they gave him that huge, ridiculous contract. Like they've been showing like, Hey, we're willing to support you willing to do this. Goody's been talking to him or Rogers even said their like relationship has gone up. So it's like, what really, I don't know. It, it is what it is. I think he's just mad. They moved on from him and he wasn't the one to decide, which I think other people of his caliber will be upset, but hasta, hasta yeah. luego. Well, it is what it is, and at this point, Jimmy, you and I are just rambling about the same thing. So, uh, any last minute thoughts before we wrap up here? I mean, we are, um, you know, we're a little over a month away from the draft. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Rogers thing is, it's resolved, but it's not because we don't. You know, it, nothing's official. I can't foresee a situation in which it doesn't get done because I think it, both sides are very inclined to get it done. I, Green Bay needs to move him so that they can move on from Rogers. I agree with you. Just like if it wouldn't get done, just sit them. But I mean, optically, you can't do that you if you're the team. That. Yeah. So like, and the Jets are, you know, motivated. They want to get him in as soon as possible so that he can start learning the offense, getting rapport, you know, but he probably still won't show up till June. So, I mean, you know, there's that 100%. whole part of it. But, um, but uh, you know, any, any last minute thoughts here on anything surrounding the Packers right now? Yeah, I think the only thing is like for everyone that's super sick of hearing about Rodgers and having episodes like this pretty much focused on him, uh, I'm sorry. I am also sick of talking about Rodgers and I'm hoping very soon that we're done with it and we don't have to anymore and talk about what Jordan Love can do with this team and I'm confident in him. And uh, overall, hopefully we sign a free agent. I'm still, it's not really our thing. 
but fingers crossed we bring in a couple more people in the next uh next few weeks we feel like they gotta bring in like a veteran wide receiver at this point right like i mean that and another safety because like i mean what their wide receivers on the roster right now are toure uh watson and dobbs right like i don't think they have like i mean they've got practice squad guys but cobb and lazard are gone Correct. Like I think yes. the, I think those are the only active roster members for wide receivers. So for sure. Hopefully we get DJ Chark. I would not mind DJ Chark. I think he's a nice little speedy guy. Got Watson Chark on one side, Dobbs in the middle, let him get a little crafty. So well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know anything about those guys, so sure. Uh, but uh yeah, I don't know nothing. Yeah. I, I'm not a draft person, but I am a free agent person. So but that's what that's where I like to focus my time. Oh, wow. Well, you root for the wrong team to be root to be a free agent guy. No, I know, but I just love free agent time is my favorite time of the year. Like when football's done, it's just it's fun to see which players go places, which ones get mad and try to force a trade. Like it's I like the drama. Which, it's like I'm watching which ones like get a, paid which, which ones get paid way too much money. Yeah, we're just talking about Alan Lazard. <laughs> no offense dude but 11 right, million well, oh yeah that's that's a lot he was good but he i don't know if he was that good hey, man. So, all right well jimmy with that let's wrap things up here and i mean hey didn't the last time i talked to you yeah i mean granted it was two weeks ago i was supposed to be on last week but that wasn't we had a decision by the next time you and i talked so i mean it's pretty good that's true. Yeah. We, we still haven't had a 50 degree yeah, day, but. Yeah. <laughs> haven't had a 50 degree day. We have a decision. We don't have action yet on that decision, but we're getting there. We're getting there. I do. We do break 50 next week, though. I, I do at least. I don't know if you do, but I do. I don't know. I just. I'm just glad that I can go outside without a jacket. Ah, oh, dang it. They changed it. Never mind. I don't, yeah, see, I don't break see, 50 next week. Yeah, see, now you're just lying to people, Jimmy. Damn it. (laughs) All right, Jimmy. Well, if people want to follow your work, get in touch with you, how can they do that? What do you want to plug? Uh, I think the main thing for us right now, uh, my Twitter is Jimmy underscore C08. Uh, If you want to follow me, great. If you don't, I don't blame you. Uh, But if you could follow Game on Wisconsin, uh, me, Lombardi's Bar Crew, me, Dan, Todd, I'm bringing in producer Nick on this as well have uh, taken over game on Wisconsin. Jacob has graciously gave the reins over to us. So we're running that now. Um, The YouTube channel, the Twitter. So if you can give it a follow at game on WI um, and appreciate all the dumb memes that we make and shows that we do (laughs) would be fantastic. All right. Awesome. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB. That is it for this week. That is it for another Aaron Rodgers discussion. I'm sorry. Hopefully we're done with this. It's so exhausting. <sighs> but it's You watching the UFC fights after this? Couldn't even tell you what UFC stands for, Jimmy. I know what it is, but uh I no. I, I got college basketball to watch and uh, and I and and I, my TV's been taken over by my wife. She's been playing the new Hogwarts Legacy game. Stop bringing that up because you know I can't play it for another month, dude. You dick. Uh, Jimmy, been... it's, it, Jimmy, it, Jimmy, it's so good. I know it's good, okay? I can't <laughs> afford a PS5 right now, and so I have to wait. Still oh. irritates me. 
Well, that's that's a whole conversation for a different day. Maybe, hey, if somebody on Twitter says, hey, we'd rather you talk about Hogwarts Legacy for a day than Aaron Rodgers, I'd be more than happy to do it. So you guys oh, just yeah? let us know. You're Your the wife has to come on then. You well, get yeah. On. well, yeah, she's got lots of opinions on it. So, um, but yeah, you, you guys are the listeners. You guys, you guys tell us where to go. We drive the bus and we'll do whatever for the most part. Yeah. So. With that being said, thank you everybody so much for listening. Thank you for putting up with Jimmy and I on your Sunday yeah. afternoon. Um, you know, the we Lord's know there's man. better ways. We know that there's better ways that you can spend your Sunday afternoon than listening to the two of us. But yeah, we appreciate you doing it anyway. So, with that being said, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And as always, go back. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.